0: This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Hello, everyone. Daniel Bloodworth. Hey. And, as always, Brandon Jones. Almost as always. Almost as always. As most of the time. Yeah, as most of the time. <laughs> uh, Good to be back. As never before, Michael Damiani, what are you doing here?
1: Uh, I've been
2: asking myself that for a while. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. Yeah, okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm back. Uh, doing Easy Ally stuff. I, uh... Packed up my stuff from Texas, quit my job, came out here to sunny, expensive Southern California.
0: Sunny and expensive. You got to pay for that, son. Um, Oh, yeah. So this was not the plan before Easy Allies took off. But then, like, once it did, you're you're like, I'm out of here.
2: Yeah, basically, like, I think I was on the same boat as all of you that did not. You guys told me what was going on. So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I can can help out a bit, you know, on the side. Like, you know, I'm still going to keep my job, though, guys. But, like it took off way faster than I think anyone thought it was. Yeah. And then it hit those goals like, oh, hey, by the way, Damiani, you're like, you kind of gonna need to do this stuff like now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, wait, I thought this was a few months away. Oh, crap.
3: We were getting you in trouble, too, weren't we? we were yeah. Like, like, almost. We never yeah. thought your show would get You were doing funded. all kinds of stuff like in between meetings at work.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We never <laughs> thought it would get funded. Sorry, uh, I had Damiani. to run Slack on my phone, so yeah. yeah. And I had to like say not accept the Wi-Fi certificate, so, you know, Communications, not. But anyway, no, yeah. like uh no. I, I saw so for everyone who like I worked at Funimation before, you know, it, it was fun. Like it was it was an eye opening experience as well to work at a a quote unquote like you know a publisher, even though it was anime. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of inside perspective of how probably like a North American publisher of a Japanese company kind of operates i'm yeah. excited so for this insight for, for behind the scenes for you guys i can tell you some good stories Great. and probably it can be analogous to like say a square enix or nintendo of america and Bandai mm-hmm. Namco. for sure yeah unfortunately can't make a lot of those public but no it was good but like this is what i want to do everyone i think everyone knows by now like you know before you guys got shut down defy was like yeah bye damiani you don't get to work here either and i was like oh i'm sad now Mm-hmm. I kind of I wanted to keep working here, but that's cool. So when you guys are like, no, like, you know, we can make it work. We'll find a way for you to come out here, but let, let's try and do it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I miss California. I miss doing this. And I was like, I missed everyone here. I was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I made up my mind. I was like, I'm coming back.
0: I'm sorry to say, Damiani, you're about to have a rude awakening back into Easy Allies. We have a new icebreaker game.
2: Oh no! Oh yeah, we don't do the uh, the fun old one. Nope, that, no, that one's at.
0: gone. Okay, the, so this no, one is be the Beastie bad. Boys rap.
3: Oh no! Wait, this is an every week thing?
0: Yeah, blood. It's by popular demand. People love it. No, Whoa.
3: it was by a couple of people demand.
0: It was more than a couple. I swear so, to you. So here's how this works. Okay, so we get one word, and we all have to rhyme with that one word at the end. Because that's what the Beastie Boys did. Right. Like the yeah. way the rap goes is yeah. they say the first thing, and then all of the group hops in on that last word that rhymes. We're all gonna say the wrong word, or we're all gonna No no no. So like do let's say example. let's say it was dog. Yeah. Just like Sophie is a really cute dog. So all of us would hit dog. Right. Okay? okay. And then like, in the nineties, my favorite toy was pogs. And right. then we all hit pogs together.
2: So are you gonna say this well, for and then we gonna have know to say what the somebody word?
0: suggests? What's up?
2: So how do we know the word say or do we do all this have to guess? We
0: have to guess. You have to give context clues in the words uh, leading up okay. to the thing at the end. And new, oh, okay. how much
2: time would you say acceptable to come up with the word? All
0: like, right, we'll go slow. We'll go. Boof, boof, ch-
3: boof, 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 okay? A lot of people skipping this right now.
0: That's how. That's how oh slow we'll go. I just need you on board, blood. Why do you have to be so judgmental when I want to have fun on the show?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, for clarity's sake, I was not here last week. Yeah, I, I can't really say if I'm on board for this at all. Though. Okay, so <laughs> <when> you, <laughs> give it a shot. I'm asking, you, do you want to go first or last, sure. Jones? Uh, I'll go first.
0: Okay, so Wait, do I started the word that we have to rhyme with. Is the last word that was tweeted to me. Oh my God. Which is oh every day. I think we can rhyme yeah, with day. Let's just say day. day. So everything's okay.
2: going to be rhyming with day. The A sound. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like to play games every day. No, no, don't rhyme every day with every day. <laughs> so wait, every day is not yeah. going to be in there? We pulled a okay, lump of sure. We pulled just a, a of All right, all right. Yeah. Like the first best we open with. Okay. That's kind of cheating, Jones, but you can have it. Okay. I'm going to give you a beat. Okay. Here goes. So wait,
1: wait, wait. So hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What? Um, uh, so, okay, so what if I sit? What, what if the first person says two lines? So the first person makes up a line
3: and that then, okay, includes every your word, day, And then, 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 then you it have, starts a new one. Okay, word.
0: great, yeah. great, Okay. Everybody has to do the beat because when I do mine, then it disappears. Right, right, okay. Right. okay. okay. I like to play games
1: every day. Sitting on the couches <laughs> where I play. Why
0: only me? Did you honestly not know he was gonna say play? Why just me? The judge,
2: you didn't even say play. (laughs) 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 But now blood
1: goes.
3: (laughs) So So he just has one sentence. (laughs) Just one sentence. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm glad Damiani's here to stay.
2: (laughs) I like to buy Zelda games on eBay! eBay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like Damiani, he's okay! Hey. That's it, we did
2: it. Oh, okay. this one? Okay. Yeah, that's it. And I had a second game. one ready to go, too. I was like... Oh, Alright, here we go! Oh, God. My favorite boom. Ghostbusters boom. Boom. name is... Ray!
0: <laughs> I don't know the name of the guy! Oh, yeah. I was like, I Egon? Is it gonna be yeah. Egon? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Fake me. Oh, sorry. like, Do-Ray! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all,
1: right. all right i think we're good we did uh, it also uh mug hype or uh mug hype. Oh, yeah. hype. this is a gift from one of our uh fans that we opened up i wish i could remember the exact name of the person stein Steinhype.
3: but um jones fill that with some amazing water when, this will be when we you gonna cup get of that cup of jones logo on a cup
1: i know priorities i gotta do it
0: kappa jones Let's do that uh all right fun's oh. over time to go into corrections it's just for the <laughs> record what this used to be a
1: show right here this used to be a show. What? What did this for? This thing. This was a permanent panel. These four panel. people used to that. get together Remember, there on was a, a time
2: show. when, like, the four of us supposedly got together in another spot. This whole mm-hmm. super seat and every week. game
1: nonsense with the thing all started because we lost this man right here, and then we were, were scrambling. We had like two
0: seasons of bat
3: scores.
1: What's a
0: super seat? <laughs> yes.
3: It's they, if they, if okay. information that nobody's to you, gonna, Nobody's gonna do anything. You haven't done for the talking about the super seat yet.
0: None of this, none of that was canon. This used to be a show. Yeah, all right. Okay. Fine. This used to be a show. I mean, Damian Revisionist used to be here history. Every week. We got the fine. band We're back together. I'm yeah, st- I'm we got sad. the band. That's right. That's worth being excited about. Begin corrections music, please. There's abs- there's a semi popular World War One game named Verdun. Oh. Verdun. Uh, there's absolutely... <laughs> Sorry, somebody's trying to break into the garage at the moment. Very <laughs> distracting. There's abs- There absolutely is a character named Pip in Game of
3: Thrones. Should we wait right now?
0: No, we gotta keep going. There's no <laughs> B-2 bomber in Battlefield 1942. That's a B-17 flying fortress. There's a version of Civilization on Super Nintendo.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. That we didn't know that? We
0: didn't know that. Wow. Uh, Ian got his check. Good job, Ian.
3: Thanks. Okay, <laughs> there he goes. Okay. Hey, there he is. He's in the shot. Uh, mustard gas
0: does not burn, rot your skin off.
2: Mustard gas does not rot your skin yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, that was. On it e does S- internal damage.
0: Yeah, uh, and it does like a, I guess it does like give you a little bit of skin scarring, but yeah, it doesn't rot it off. Jack White's newest album is Lazaretto. Uh, I called it intentionally unlistenable last week because I really didn't like that track, Lazaretto. I think it's still kind of garbage. Uh, mm. But wow. all the comments suggested I give the album a shot. And yeah, uh, there is good music on that album. So it's not like it's entirely intentionally unlistenable. So is that this... a Rock Band 4 song? Is it? maybe yeah, that's it, where I heard it. I think it is. It's I, yeah, I like haven't heard the song. Just crunchy. It's just like I'm making a crunchy sound. I
1: like oh.
2: that. Crunch. I'm a little
0: rock boy. I'm, I'm a kind of. That's, feel what, so that's the impression I get from. Is it. Is your
2: correction then? You're correcting your opinion.
0: Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've corrected my opinion. I revoke everything I said about Jack White. That is a mm-hmm. good album. But it's just like and me play my little guitar. But that's what it sounds like to me. And correction music.
1: Just that uh. one. But I like that there was an impersonation of Jack White involved in the correction.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's been essential for me I to really can communicate. clarify this, Damiani. Do you remember my favorite way to start a podcast?
1: Um,
0: crap. Okay.
2: Wait. Wow. No, we don't have time for me to like remember. We right?
0: don't have time for you to can remember.
1: You, can you give me a hint? We have a bigger card now. We can. We yeah. Have time.
3: Do you have? A, do you have? We a already hint? we already checked it out. So. It
1: rhymes with shmame shm announcement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: been a while game announcements are my favorite way to start a show damiani game what announcements. else what else would it be what else would i be excited about to start a show introducing with? introducing damiani i guess i guess maybe. um all right the podcast. so we have a whole new game announcement this week all right dragon ball xenoverse 2 it's back it's back baby uh the first one did pretty well sold pretty well uh got pretty good reviews was pretty well received from fans
3: yeah i think huber liked it all right too
0: yeah uh current gen only and it's coming this year coming 2016
2: define current gen
0: current gen I I will do that for you Damiani because it seems like you forgot that as well Uh, Xbox One PlayStation 4 and PC
2: okay so next gen would be officially PS5 Xbox 2
3: and NX yes
0: though NX I have a feeling we're going to call current gen I have a bad feeling about it we're not going to call that thing next gen well
3: I don't yeah I don't think we're going to call it next gen but I don't think calling it current gen would necessarily be a bad thing 0.5 0.5
0: yeah. gen 0.5 gen Yeah, because of the, the Neo uh, yeah. Damiani, are you allowed to talk about Dragon Ball? You just talked about your Funimation history Are you allowed to like, talk about this?
2: I mean, Funimation had nothing to do with Xenoverse Other than maybe helping promote it That was before what my about time about the voice actors? Oh, um, depends on who they are But I, I, that, like Xenoverse came out before my time And okay. while I was there, I saw nothing about Xenoverse 2 like internally I can say that Like I never heard Like Whoa. anything of it Top secret. Other than You know If it was like They were teasing it But I think today Was like the first time They even announced it No yeah. one knew about it So I didn't know about it Before today Some help so. you are
1: Damiani Damn Well it's like well, Is it's Dragon Band- Ball it's Still Band- a big but deal
2: But it's Bandai Namco's thing So right. while well, yeah. there's obviously Like you know Some relationships Going on there That's all on them to, to, to get that game out And stuff So Like Funimation Doesn't make the game
0: Is Dragon Ball Still a big money maker For Funimation
2: um, is that still a big? I'm deal? gonna guess yes. Okay. That it's still like Dragon Ball's still very popular. Um, this is good because I can actually, I because I don't work in animation now. I can actually say the word Dragon Ball Super. I can like. <laughs> you weren't allowed to say that before. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can't go into it too much, but like basically, like it was like a no no. Like don't 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 talk about it.
0: Whoa! Why?
2: Because the it's you know. They They want to pretend it doesn't exist? Nothing's been announced yet, so I can't say anything, you know? What are you going to do? It bugs me, man. But anyway, um, yeah, um, I can now talk about Dragon Ball Super from, you know, what I've seen out there and stuff, but, uh, no, Xenoverse seemed like it had a pretty good community out there. Like, there were a lot of, like, YouTube people making videos about it, like, continuously playing it, making series about it. Dragon Ball is still very, it is still very popular. Like, I think you'd be surprised. Um... I don't know if it's as popular in, like, the cosplay community. Like, you don't see it at conventions as much. Why are you talking much?
0: about the cosplay community? Because,
2: uh, like, it's anime. Cosplay, anime, okay. anime conventions that's usually where you see it at. I know we're talking about the game. Yeah. But because Super came out, finally, it was a resurgence. You had, like, the movie come out, like, Resurrection F. Love that Which movie. was like, hey, freezes back. Like, you know, yeah. this classic villain... So everyone's like, oh man, this is great. Which is actually one of the arcs that's in Super as well. Super is like the first Battle of Gods and Resurrection F are actually arcs in the Super Only series. Only worse. Yeah, yeah. imagine but worse. So the Super came out and everyone's excited about Dragon Ball again. It's like, wow, you know, Z was the last one. So it's like, we have a new one. Get, get hype. But I mean, you know, there's always concerns about that. Because what was the... Uh, Sailor Moon just had a new series, the, the Crystal, come out. Yeah. And there was questions about like the quality of the animation and like it was really gonna be good or not so there's always that concern when a big franchise is coming back whether it's an anime or like you know a movie like a remake is it gonna still be as good as i remember is it still gonna have that magic and you know it seems like people are still pretty excited about dragon ball
0: jones from this trailer we watched the trailer do you feel magic
1: do I feel magic? Yes. I don't know what a Dragon Ball trailer could do to make me feel oh. magic. Yes, <laughs> you
0: do. It could be magic. They come could on. do it, man. Super Saiyan. But you're saying absolutely not. It's it seems I it get. seems on par with
1: every other Dragon Ball trailer that I've you know I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> like to me the, the like the Dragon well, hold Ball. Hold
0: Jones. We got a timeout because Bloodworth is having a cute little like side with Damiani. She what like is it, Bloodworth? The,
3: the announcement, the title, of the press release. It's time to go Super Saiyan. Like that's all they could come up with. It's
0: time to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> that's the tagline for this. That's, that's the beginning the head, of the that's press
3: the release. The Line, press yeah.
2: release from Bandai Namco. Oh,
0: hey, it's not easy to write press releases. I mean, come on, no, like it's, not, it's but... like
2: Super Saiyan is like you got to do something with Super Saiyan or over 9000. Like that's That's like, how you got to open. It. That's like everyone it does that with that.
0: Uh sorry, Jones, you were interrupted by Bloodworth. Well, this is Who a trailer really specific, this is this
1: expressly for fans. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you know, they're like we're going into the future and I see rubble, a guy crying, you know, it's like I don't know I don't know that moment. I don't recognize these characters, so mm-hmm. it it's not it, it's not even it, it, it the, the fly ball was hit into right field and I'm in left field. I'm not even going to run
0: for so it. So the know? phrase save the timeline means nothing to you? Well, it means that it sounds like a lot of the other Dragon Ball games that like, it isn't there's like the past
1: and we got to go back to the past but now we're in the future. Like, time travel, from from my understanding, is a very common thing to happen in the Dragon Ball universe. And so making a game be like, this one, we're going to have time travel in it. It's like, don't all of them have
0: time travel? Xenoverse in? was all about time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, that was the whole thing with it. It was, it was actually a new story. But it like involved interacting with the old timeline. You create a character and you inject yeah, yeah. yourself into. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're like an
1: avatar within. I got, the got that. Idolaters. I definitely saw yeah. the guy standing, looking out at the, that, yeah. the look at the world. That definitely felt like a character creation type character. Uh, but,
0: so, blood. Why I brought this game this game up? Why I want to talk about this in particular is not too much the game itself, what we saw in the trailer, because I think it is a bad trailer. Just the titles are bad. Like what they're just. Come on. <laughs> Uh, what, what did it say? Like, get the resolutions you didn't want to see in the TV show? Or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah like, the, protect the, the, the endings of you're not expecting. Yeah.
3: Something,
0: like. uh, this, to me, right now is a good time to make this announcement. We are four weeks away from E3. Yeah. I think, to the scale of what this game is, they nailed it. Yeah, yeah. sure. We're going to play it at E3, you know, but, like, it didn't get buried. We're talking about it on this podcast right now because well it's done. what we had this week. Yep. Yeah. Blood, do you think this was a good call?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, and just, like, looking over it, it's, they're, they're emphasizing that it's, there's not a last-gen version this time, so, you know, they're talking a lot about, you know, having more, more graphics in the environments, and more customization options, and all that kind of thing, because, again, that, yeah, that custom character was kind of one of the big features that you weren't playing as anyone else, you're playing as your own character.
0: Yeah, you could even do Majin Boo's race, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. I hope they give us more new races, I think that'd be awesome. Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's really that's all we can say about Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. You know, it's it's not a lot of actual actual information, really. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's, that's what it is. Hey, it's coming. Good job announcing it now. Absolutely, it would have gotten buried if you saved that for E three, I believe.
3: Yeah,
2: surprised they didn't save that announcement for Anime Expo. Actually, when is that? That's July, July Fourth weekend. Hmm. It's after E three, so it's like plenty of time, or even Comic Con, which is like a bigger focus on like you know pop culture and arts. So, you, you said good, you said so you're saying it's good. You're saying it's good. It was announced because it's not going to get drowned out by E3, which I'm agreeing with you. Like announcing it now, it gets more attention definitely than if you dared to try and say anything about it at E3. But there are other other events that they could have announced it at um, to get like more attention and like an Anime Expo, like having a panel, like hey, we're announcing a new game here, like that could have been bigger. But at the same time, maybe. I don't know all the details behind it. Maybe something they had, like, had to... They're obligated to announce it now. Who knows? I
3: think they're just trying to get ahead of their their E3 lineup and make sure people know what's going to be there uh, because I think last week or maybe earlier this week they are also uh, talking about uh, Tales of Berseria is the new one, right? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The one coming out later this fall in Japan.
0: Why I think that's interesting, though, what Damiani just brought up is that in this game, in particular this game, and we're going to talk about the next game in a very similar light, uh, I think there might be more... Dragon Ball fans, what Damiani is suggesting is that the people who buy this game are more Dragon Ball fans than they are video game fans. Right. Like the audience is is oh. more attuned to watching the anime expo or more attuned to watching Comic Con than the, they are the to people watch who E3. Are like
2: they to be the more like core fans, like the target audience for that. Yeah, yeah, is yeah that I, would, you're I would agree with that. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, they got to satisfy both groups. Like, it is still a video game, and they need to make it. They need to make people aware that it's going to be at E three. It's going to be part of their lineup. So. There are still people who are really, like, you know, that are on the other side, that are more into games, that are also into Dragon Ball as well, who they want them to know it's going to be there. They want them to come by their booth and play it. They want the press appointments. Yeah. And then there's, they're probably still going to do something decent like, those conventions. If, I'm you sorry, know,
0: Damiani. Jones, when did this become tap on your phone show? What is Ian's, this?
1: Uh, Ian's messaging me. Is
0: like, Why, Ian? What is... What secret. was so important? <laughs> you got to say... What would, what was <laughs> Ian texting you about? Nope. He wanted to make sure
1: that the this check that he picked up did not yep. show up in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He picked up his check that he left uh, here, and as he was walking in front of the camera, said, yeah. hello, said hey, everybody, uh-huh. he might have flashed.
0: And then you thought, now is the best time for me to tap out a response to that with Actually, the camera I tr- rolling.
1: Actually, I, my, my, I turned off the vibration on my phone so it wouldn't make okay. a noise again. Oh, as well. boy, oh, boy. Uh, I've
0: just got to rein in this podcast. i got to crack the whip. I'm not cool with that. Blood, yeah. if you want to look up a PR, just say, I'm gonna, about, I'm going to look up the press release.
3: Oh, okay. I mean, Simple that's all I was doing was like, doing something to give you more information on this uh, podcast that, 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 that I got was this timely. That was What
0: was the information? That was what timely. exactly did you tell us about the video game?
3: The title of it was pretty stupid. Well, I enjoyed, yeah, that. Like, I enjoyed I,
0: that. I literally
2: said something about Super <laughs> Saiyan, and then Blood was like, hey, look what they put in their press release. Like, we got to
0: move on. We got to talk about yeah, Madden 17.
3: It's not okay. like I'm just, like, you know.
0: So, Madden 17 is another game in which I think a lot more Madden fans buy it than video game fans Madden 17 is still one of the best selling video games in a year yeah still Yeah. that's crazy and you know we don't talk about it very much on this podcast we got to interview them at E3 it was one of my favorite interviews I really liked it because uh, they love their game those guys really oh, care about it the deeply. EA Sports guys yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, Where yeah are absolutely. They're now uh, Tributron Tiburon,
3: Tiburon. Oh, Tiburon's Tiburon. always done them but I don't yeah.
2: know if they actually have an EA Sports label anymore if they just rolled it all under EA I forget that's still EA Sports okay. yeah. heck
0: yeah um, they announced their cover athlete this week, and this is really where I want to transition into this discussion. All right. Who is uh, it? Rob Gronkowski.
2: Ah. Am I the only?
0: Yeah, yes. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I've never that, heard of that guy. That just flew over the two heads of the other right, side of the explain couch.
2: for everyone, please, Kyle.
0: Uh, he's just the... A- big dumb dumb on the Patriots who, uh, is ex- <laughs> wow. he's extremely, wow. I'm not
2: a, I'm not a Patriots
0: fan. People but know, you I know I don't it's like history. the Patriots. <laughs> they know. Okay. Um, he's just extremely good at football. He's just, you put him on your fantasy lineup, you're getting points no matter what. Uh, he's just ridiculous. A touchdown every game, it feels like. But aren't, aren't people that hate the Patriots excited because of the Madden curse? Oh, maybe. I'm not. Yeah. As I don't believe in things like that. <laughs> broken. But I'm sure some people are. You're wringing their hands together. Yeah. Well, look at Gronk. He's going to get it this nah. year. Um, but I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this being a prestige thing. Still, it means something to be on the yeah. cover of Madden.
1: It <laughs> was a big thing when the uh, female when the female players were on the the cover. Of FIFA, FIFA it was a big thing year. when yeah. uh, uh, there was a female mixed martial artist. Uh, Ronda Rousey was on the
3: cover of their UFC mm-hmm.
1: two, three, four. I don't know. UFC. Just recently, just yeah. now, yeah. Well,
3: and now they're putting they're putting Kobe back on two ks cover one last time. Oh boy, I don't
0: know about that one. <laughs> uh, that's cool though. I think that like. Basically, one thing that I didn't talk about during e- EA's financials last week is how well their digital business is doing. Mm. More and more people are buying the games digitally than ever.
2: Mm. Is that also tied into that subscription thing they do, their EA accessing? Or, or the access thing where you, you can...
0: Probably, you're I'm right.
2: the whole name. This was a few it's years e- ago. E- when a it. Access, yeah, it's yeah. A- yeah, A Access, and then like you pay a fee, and like you can get like games a little bit earlier, and mm-hmm. you can get other games for free every month. Yeah, like, you get,
3: well, it's the, a vault, a,
2: a vault, yeah. yeah. But
0: they even said like a large portion of last year's Madden sales were digital. People are just downloading it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Those, I'm gonna guess like the 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 target demographic for that, as you were saying, like you know, sports fans, like people who play sports games or in the sports culture they probably do not care about many other video games that I'm, I'm, I hate to be stereotypical but there's probably one or two other games a year they even like have heard of like, you tell them like what a Mario is they're like Mario's like that old game like, is they're it not so gonna say exists? don't
0: go that far Damiani
2: I'm, I'm joking you yeah. know I'm being extreme here sure. but they probably their purchasing decisions are probably only influenced to they buy two or three games a year and Madden's like a pole event for them. Yeah. And like you said, the prestige for the cover, it's because in that community, like as an athlete, you, you've made it when you're on that cover. Like it seemed like that's like one of like the tenants of you're like, you're a superstar. You are like one of the, you know, you're either a high speed athlete or that you're an MVP that season or something about you. Like you stood out, like you, you probably feel good about yourself. Like, yeah, I'm on the, cover well, those, of
3: Madden. I mean, I, I don't, I don't play Madden, but I, I'm guessing like a lot of those games now, like they have basically like, interactive banners and stuff when you open up the menu so i can imagine that, like if you're a person that plays madden all the time and you open up the game is like pre-order or like preload madden now like right when you start up the game it's like oh, click it on that if it's convenient enough then yeah why not just do it from the game
2: and I, yeah and i mean like think of these people they're playing like fantasy sports they they might be doing um I, I don't know if i want to bring up the 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 betting stuff you know the one that's under assault right now
3: Oh, the daily fantasy. Daily fantasy, yeah.
2: Mm. Like think of that. That's all online. Like people are like in all like and also like mobile. Like people are they're they're very in tune with their technology. They want stuff fast, they want it quick. Yeah. They don't care about getting this like clunky disc or whatever, having to put it into their system. If they could just like hop on there and like download it and, and they don't the whole argument about physical versus digital that, you know, like kind of pervades. The you know the discussion within like the core gamer community. Remember when like Xbox announced that and everyone like you know, lost their shit. Like no DRM and stuff. I don't there's know There's a lot
0: more than that, Tommy. I know there's a lot more than that, but like that
2: argument about oh I don't ever want I don't want to support it. like people worried that NX might be all digital and like please don't do that Nintendo. Or I'm not going to support you. I think some people who are more into, like, the sports culture, they don't care about that argument. They're like, are you nuts? Like, I watch things on Netflix. Like, why do I need – I don't care about having the physical thing. Like, what's the big deal? Like, this is faster, more convenient for me. That's the target audience, yeah. though. So, I think that's probably another reason why the you're seeing the digital sales do so well with them and for, so, for Madden.
0: So, Jones, where I want to go with this, With this, we're moving to this digital era, talking about box art. Does box art still mean something? Hmm. Yeah, because
1: no, Box Start's only one way to promote your cover athlete, whereas you can still, you know, it's like on PS4, when you boot up a game, there's like those three other things that pop up below the game, even when you already have downloaded or about to play it. It's like, there's a new update, like Battleborn's, like, here's a new update of our comic, did you know Battleborn Touch is on mobile? Like, they can basically, I don't know how much power they have over selecting what shows up in that space, but there's, Battle, I mean... Battleborn tap. I mean, it's it, <laughs> it's still an icon on my PS4. There's still a box that'll say Madden, and there's still yeah, you can put a yeah. guy in that box. That, that's what I was Is thinking. that important <laughs> though? There's still a yes. Button.
0: Does that does that little button mean mean something? It's,
1: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see that button probably more than I see the game. I keep I don't even keep my games. I, when I get a game on a disc, I take it out of the disc, put it in a folder, and toss the everything else, and I just oh, keep a well. disc.
0: Jones still.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So
0: you have like a weird little CD case full of PS4. I got games? Rows of them. I got a case for <laughs> PS4,
1: a case for 360, a case for PS3.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> Take right. my
1: disc out and. But nah. but I definitely save shelf space. You know, I it, like had to economize.
3: Um. Yeah. I mean, I still keep the my discs in their original cases, but I, I totally see the the thing. Like the box art, you you see more because even if you're, yeah, like even if you haven't, um, even if you're not going to play the game at this minute. All of those box arts are like right there in your face when you're on your your menu, you know. It, it, even, you know, if you haven't played it for six months, yeah. you see it more it, than you'll box see art. it there if, yeah. if it was like the th- fourth game that you've played. You know,
0: you see it more than the games on your shelf. And to me, honestly, I think box art leaves a huge impression on what you think of a game. Honestly, I think it's huge. I think it's like enormous what it actually means. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like your entire impression of it. If it's bad box art, you associate the game being worse.
2: I mean, especially when you come to digi- like looking at it digitally. Um, I view it almost like when you look at like a Netflix or service when you're thumbing through what to browse, like what to watch. You get tr- it's like almost like a thumbnail like mentality now. Like it has to be, right. it has to be easily recognizable, but yeah. like it has to be iconic. You're and so Madden right, yeah. has a very iconic. Like you see a football player, you're gonna automatically assume that's Madden, even if it's not. That's like they've done such a good job with that. Like the single like uh, player pose on there that is, like, Madden's staple. So, having that, like, and an, a recognizable player, or at least the jersey, like, you can tell, like, the jersey from, the, like, the logo and the colors and stuff, that's pretty iconic. So, I think, at least with Madden, like, you know, it's super important to do that. They can't just, like, put, like, change the box art to, like, some generic, like, team shot or something, like, something that's too small or whatever. For the physical product, you, you I mean that was a different time when it was only physical but you gotta think about how people are seeing them on their devices as well and now like
0: red box heck yeah dude like yeah. anywhere like yeah. it
2: needs to be like it's it's way more comp. if you think about people like physical oh, physicals going away like artwork designs are gonna be less it's like more important than ever yeah. like a lot of money is put into researching and figuring out the best way to grab people's attention grab those eyeballs and I think Madden's done a lot of the work already so just keep doing what they're doing and like they're it's pretty iconic
0: uh, before we move on, have have you all seen the box art for Final Fantasy Fifteen? Is what I just thought of. Well, there's Uh-oh. multiple. Which one? <laughs> okay, well, the one that'll be at Redbox, the regular one, the one that'll be on the PlayStation Store. Okay. Which is just the guys going down a road. It's just like a long shot of a road, and you see the car yeah. like in the foreground. Uh, the title Final Fantasy Fifteen, uh, which is a big deal because the best Final Fantasies just have the title on white.
2: Yep, And that was pretty iconic.
0: And what I love is that if you buy it, reversible, you can just flip around to the case, uh, the the sleeve in the case, and you will have that white. Oh,
2: yeah, uh, the Amano art or, yeah. or the logo art?
0: Yeah, yeah, the Amano uh, logo, absolutely. That's great. Okay. But, like, because I thought of it during this conversation, like, does that register? When you're looking at a, a page, when you go to Redbox, you know, you're at 7-Eleven, and you look at a page of games, does this Final Fantasy XV one stand out?
2: If it's not the logo, I don't think, I don't think that stands out. From what I saw, that doesn't seem very special about it. Yeah. But I mean you also it can't, can't also be too like uh cluttered. It can't it be too can't, be, can't yeah. be too noisy. You can't right. have too much going on and like some especially when you think about like, a, a Japanese RPG, like they do like those those character montage show, or the, the collages of like all the characters trying to be stacked in there. Oh, like, J- like, that's like it, it, yeah. it's Like, that's like, like a Tales cover. It's like, who? Uh-huh. what the heck is all this on here? Whereas, like, that simple logo, like Final Fantasy, I don't know if it's like it's mainstream enough, but definitely within people who follow gaming news and stuff, you saw that white, you saw that font, you're like, th- that's Final Fantasy. Like, yeah. And it's going to have a Roman numeral at the end. Like, I know, like, that's how you tell which one it is.
0: Uh, Final Fantasy XII had a weird cover, and I just want to say I really like Final Fantasy XII. I'm okay. sorry for saying the best ones. Uh, okay. Shoot, okay. that's a that's a lengthy discussion. So, oh, do you hear that? <gasps> it's podcast halftime.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. The following are the official
1: sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of April: Michael Kazachenko, Michael Favacci, lots of Michael's scorn an atmospheric horror adventure developed by ebb software set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry go to scorn-game.com for more information yoyotricks.com a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo to buy yo-yos and learn how to get started visit yoyotricks.com or their youtube channel all of these links are available in the description thank you to our sponsors
0: thank you jones good to be back you did a great job last week. Yeah, I, did. I had a you? shot
1: from a distance. Yeah, that was you scared me, Kyle.
0: What did? <laughs> like
2: that that break right there. I well, like it was totally to the
0: show, Damian. <laughs> I was
2: actually scared. I was like, "What's gonna happen right There's now?" There's
0: music playing too. Like you don't have to give the audience extra music. There's music playing.
2: <laughs> All right, just, just want to let you know from my from my. I looked like How... I was a crazy person. Yeah, like I was, like, I was the only one. I was like, what? I heard it. What yeah. are you about to
3: spring on me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear it. Podcast halftime. Podcast man. halftime. All right.
0: I want to talk about Doom reviews.
3: Doom. Doom, so Doom
0: is reviewing very well.
3: I also haven't played
1: it. Doom. On yeah, social yeah. media, too. People are freaking out on social media. Yeah,
0: that's none of us have played it, so that I don't want to talk about the game itself. I want to talk about how last week we were meh on the game. We You were meh. I was out. Sure. The panel yeah, was met. I was also out. Yeah, I, was in, I, I, I didn't exist last week. Way to go, Kyle. We as an easy allies. I had four people here who were thinking the game was going to be meh. Okay. including uh Huber including Ben they were I like, will
3: say that I I don't feel like there was a hype for the game. Yeah. Pre-release.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We trashed on it so much pre-release. I think it was because of the multiplayer beta, which was actually a different developer who worked on the multiplayer. Hmm. I think that beta heard it. But yeah, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how uh the review embargo, nobody got a review copy until the day the game came out. Actually, so,
3: the, like the minute it released. Yeah. Was when I got the review copy, yeah.
0: That's pretty cool, I think. Because we had such a turnaround. Last week, we were saying, hey, like, is Stolaris better than Doom? Is like, Doom sucky? And we're like, yeah, probably. Doom's probably going to be pretty meh. And it's not. Doom's great. People are having a great time with Doom. But nobody had any idea until it came out. And I think that was actually a good thing. I think that like sudden surprise of Doom being pretty okay has been good for it. And so, yeah, I want to gauge the panel's impressions on this about review embargoes. Whether you think they should have put it out, let people review it sooner, they would have had better press or anything. We do you stand on this stuff,
3: bud. It's it's hard because, from what I understand, is the most positive impressions have been coming from single player. Yes. Uh, And the reason that they didn't uh, give it out to people is because they, for whatever reason, they didn't want to deal with setting up private servers and private multiplayer matches. They wanted... Everyone to experience multiplayer and snap map in a live uh, server environment. That's so funny. So that's why that happened.
0: Didn't Battleborn do the same thing? They were like, because of our servers, you don't put out any reviews. Before I think. It comes out. I out. think so. Yeah.
1: Battleborn makes sense because you got to be online for every single part of Battleborn.
0: Sure. Including so yeah, buying like packs. That's, like, that's so funny it. though. Is like that's what Doom was. They were just like, no, you what? You gotta you gotta <laughs> play multiplayer before you do the review, and people hate the multi That's so funny.
3: Oh yeah. So I'm surprised. I'm s- uh, slightly surprised because. I think they could have gotten good buzz if they had done some kind of single player impressions embargo, you know, but no final score kind of thing. Sure.
0: Damiani, do you believe in that? Do you believe in pre-release buzz?
3: Um, yes.
2: Um, before uh from personal experience now, seeing how people like like treat it from, you know, from a marketing and sales standpoint, um you re- so I'm going to call them like quote-unquote influencers or press You want that positive buzz to kind of lead into the release because you want to convert anyone who is still unsure about the game, who hasn't pre-ordered it yet, to get those last-minute pre-orders. But you also want it to trickle into social media to help with the anticipation because social media is so powerful for driving like kind of like the grassroots and like like word of mouth, like and positivity for a game that wow, I don't care what the you know if the press is saying it's good and all my friends are saying it's good then like man I really need to try this out like it helps it kind of like kind of like spiral into something that could be bigger potentially Yeah, and you don't always have control of it but like the best thing to kind of like you know ignite that the best chance to ignite that is to give if you're if you're confident in your game give it out to press or give it out to influencers like give their say give your opinions on it you know Obviously, you don't want them to talk about the whole game. That's why you have the embargo and restrictions on certain types of content. But you still want those thoughts out there.
0: Uh, Far Cry Primal is a recent example of a thing where it was sent out to a lot of, as you call them, influencers. And, you know, they would make videos of just like, look, I fought this monster. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, Uh, I wasn't too happy with that angle they took on it, but sure.
0: Damiani loves that angle, Bloodworth.
3: I don't. I don't say I personally love
2: that angle. I just say I can tell you why it happens. Oh, okay. Like, is right, there, right. There, yeah, we, I mean, we people get who happens. care about yeah. the yeah, people who care about the sales love when that happens, and and they, get, they can get a whole other discussion about like journalists versus you know these influencers, like who's really more valuable to them about early word of mouth saying it's good. But at the same time, yes, like if you have the ability to put your game out early to certain people and you your confidence good, you should do that. Like holding it to the release day. Unless there's like some reason, it seems like it's more multiplayer-centric games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like MMOs, and if they don't have test servers or like online games, where are this worried. Like we we can't give you the same experience until the servers up, or not putting the servers up until the day it goes up. They, you know, it sounds like with with, with Doom, it's like we wanted you to have the genuine experience. We didn't want people to do all this work to have it in like a closed environment. And that you're, you all are going to experience it together as is. And it's just and so
0: funny that that was the part that people liked the least to me. That the they were say they protecting the multiplayer, and that's like not what they wanted at all. Yeah, Jones, where do you stand? Do you believe? Do you feel like uh, you got the short shrift here, and like they didn't give you a preview? They didn't send that out to press. they didn't give you a review copy earlier. Do you think that's necessary? Uh, Well, what's interesting
1: is I I wonder if like the you know if that contributes a lot to a publisher-developer relationship. So you have a publisher that has to publicize and print a game that a developer has made. That they you know maybe the publisher isn't really clued in to like the quality of the game until way late in development. So they're like kind of freaking out ahead of time. Like let's get this out. Let's get the buzz you know, as much as we possibly can. Then you have something like Bethesda, and there's, like, we, we're we very confident in Doom. Like, we don't need to have that kind of advance. Like, we don't need, you know, you guys to get the word out ahead of time. You know, judging by what else this game is going up against by the time of release, like, we're totally fine. We don't need that day one to be earth-shattering. Because there's yeah. nobody else that we have to impress. It's I, just us. Like, I mean, yeah. you're right. I mean you I know
3: just... who, who else does this all the time, and it, it is because they're multiplayer-centric, is, is Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard sure. Blizzard pretty much... You know, I, I I I would be surprised if we got more than a day or two early Overwatch. If we get even that,
0: yeah, and I mean it's good to bring up. I f- totally like forgot. Blank Down on it. Bethesda is the, st- the same studio, same publisher who put out uh, Fallout Four last year, months after announcing it at E three. Right. You know, they're you're right, Jones. They do have that confidence in their products. It's kind of admirable, really. And
1: and I think yeah, yeah. I mean even in the case of this, where I also wonder if it's something. That they realized, you know, they're like, "This is just Doom." Like, we just we brought Doom back. We did Doom great again. And I wonder if they had they kind of struggled with selling that. You know, they kind of realized, like, maybe we don't want to do forty trailers for this thing. Cause it's just gonna be Doom over and over and over and over and over again." Yeah. You know, like, Huber was telling me things tonight about the story. I was like, "Wow, it's a story?" You know, like, right. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if that would have kind would. of been perceived with, the, with a certain level of camp that they were like, "You really just need to get into the game to understand kind of what we're doing here." And we're worried if we oversell it. You know, that we'll just we'll just show you lots of fire, lots of rockets, and call it Doom, and you get it. And you know, and if you jump, if you're an early adopter, if you know, like I love Doom, I gotta play this out of the gate. Like the people that I see online, social media playing Doom, I'm like, of course you would all, you'd be, the, yeah. you'd be the people that would be playing it first.
0: But I, I um, love that they're digging it, man. I love that they made the Doom that those people wanted. Yeah. I'm I'm I want to officially say I was totally wrong on this one. Yeah. I was smelling a different kind of game that came out, and like I was 100 percent wrong about Doom. Still haven't played it. Right, so I'm assuming I was wrong. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about E3 because this week Sony announced when their press conference will be, and so now we basically have everybody.
3: Cool. So here awesome. we go.
0: Let's uh, go to Sunday, June 12th. We have a whole new press conference. Well, kind of. Uh, EA at 1 p.m.
3: Oh yeah, well they're earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Normally they would be uh, Monday.
3: But they're they're at, I forget the name of the place now, but it's it used to be. Club Nokia, is um, that the
0: one that's now Microsoft?
3: Well, the th- Nokia Theater is now yeah. the Microsoft Theater. Okay. Okay. Uh, Club Nokia is now like something, some clovo or obo or I forget what it's called. Oh, it boy. just got like one of those weird names. Is that LA like, Live? Yeah, yeah. It's but it's <laughs> by Microsoft. They have that as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but it's. I mean, I, I've I've done production in that space. It's a, definitely a smaller space than like the Nokia Theater or, or any yeah. of the places where typically would get a press conference so i'm very curious as to what that space looks like in terms of what they're going to do with it like the stage probably won't look that different, but when you look at how many people are in the audience that's going to look smaller and then i have no idea where they're going to put game demos because they want people to play games in that space too unless they're going to be in the adjoining clubs which uh, they're all kind of like the conga room and stuff like that Like they're all, so, they're all connected
0: space
2: out. I think yeah I agree with that I think they would do that
0: uh, that's exciting I think that's gonna be huge I mean there's still four more episodes before we go into DP three stuff so I'm not gonna do too much like guessing about like oh these games are gonna be there these games are gonna be there but I like that countdown didn't think about that what countdown four more podcast episodes yeah three. dude yeah, but yeah there's four more including this one yeah okay okay including this one okay. we have uh, three more after this leading up to E3 and so, yeah, if you want us to deep dive into press conferences, those will come. Uh, Bethesda, same day, 7 p.m. Pacific time.
3: It's so a six hour spread? Well, Four yeah. Four hours. Depending yeah. on how long EA Oh, takes. yeah, depending on how long you. EA um, yeah, will probably go an hours, hour or right. hour and a half.
0: Yeah, Bethesda killed it Sunday night last year. They just destroyed it that time slot. But that gives people that time, time to reveal. play
3: at EA.
0: Yeah, you're right. And then they can move Moseon over. Very over considerate to of them. Uh, Monday, the next day, June 13th. Kicks off with, again, Microsoft, 9.30 a.m.
3: Boom. Yeah.
0: Get that first morning buzz. Then the PC gaming show at noon. Again. Yeah. Ooh. When do they announce that?
2: I have no idea when they announced that. Well, they got the Nvidia 10, uh, 10 series, the ten eighty, the ten eighty, ten eighty. Sure. I have yeah.
3: no anticipation for that show after last year. I just hope it's oh, short. yeah. I'm
2: shorter. I'm anticipating yeah. that yeah. just to
1: see if they change it at all. Yeah. Because last year was last year was bad. We were so excited about everything <laughs> that was happening, and we couldn't even. We, we just
3: could not connect with that. For I think we started running of
0: trailers of like things that we were excited about, and we check back in. Yeah. Be like, how's that doing? Like, oh, they're talking
1: to.
3: You know, Todd Howard. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a show, really. I mean, it was the show, but it wasn't like a press conference. It was, was, it, was more of it's like a
1: super long was it, talk show. Was yeah,
3: a yeah. about PCs. Or yeah, it's like panels. It was That's like right. people, it was, like, call, it was yeah. like people just sitting down and get, doing like normal interviews and oh, like TGS press conferences where they just have
2: the two guys sitting on the
3: stools. Like I'd that. say
0: less entertaining than a TGS press oh my. conference. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I would. Yeah, say, mm. but they can do it. Yeah, lots of room for improvement. Uh, Ubisoft at one p.m. So, Whoa. Whoa. I guess no, no matter what, we're not giving the PC gaming show more than an hour, because right. we'll be changing no the way. channel. No way. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft at 1 p.m. That is, uh, EA would normally be there, and, and Ubisoft mm. would normally be at like 3. 3, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Ubisoft wants, I guess, that European audience. They're going up earlier. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later that night, 6 p.m. Pacific time, is when Sony is doing their press conference. Sony is
3: maybe a little mm-hmm. bit earlier, but not by much.
0: Yeah. Get a nice little three-hour gap there. Yeah, you get a little yeah. three-hour A yeah. little time to do like some... Uh, Stealth Nintendo press conference? No, that, don't count on that. Press conference oh. halftime. <laughs> the uh, Zelda conference. They're doing their, <laughs> did they announced
3: when they're doing that one hour Zelda thing.
0: Yes, that is yeah, the next day. Two, Tuesday, Tuesday 9 June 14th. Right. At nine, yeah, Domino's got it exactly. So
3: right before doors open. I, don't, I don't follow yeah. that at all.
0: I won't be watching it this year. I'll be sitting in those lines outside the doors. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're
2: going with me. Yeah. I'd, We're all going. I'd much that. rather
0: go straight to do it that event myself. Yeah, we don't care
2: about Reggie playing it. Yeah. I don't want to see Reggie play. I'd much
0: rather do it myself than yeah. have Reggie play it for me. Forget that. I see no value, even if I'm at home. Even if we didn't get badges i still don't want to see reggie play that
2: would you watch bill play it bill Trent?
0: uh yeah i would watch bill play it i bet he's pretty good at zelda i think he's probably super good at smash bros i bet he's like pretty good at Zelda. yeah i actually
3: don't think it would be reggie playing it but i don't yeah it could either be just it would just be treehouse guys or uh you know or they would do something with uh you know onuma and miyamoto on the side like they did before that does make me
2: think about something. Uh oh. Since there's no there's no direct. No direct. And there's and there's just the, the tr NOA treehouse yep. live stream. Yes. Do you think the new Nintendo president's even gonna be at this E three? Kimishima? Do you think he's gonna be
0: there? No. You think he's gonna show up? No he doesn't. No. Clearly Nintendo does not think E three is that important this year. All right. I think they've made a clear statement of like, eh, it's a pretty big deal. We're we're gonna have our own event later on in the year. That's when we're gonna put in all our chickens.
2: One week later. NXCon. I
0: would love if NXCon is <laughs> one week later.
2: <laughs> NexCon. Anyway. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I, I believe that. I, I think they're really okay. they're coasting through E3 this year.
2: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, do you think that... I want ask you guys. Do you okay. think that Nintendo actually planned to do more at E3? Because they have to book these spaces in advance. Like, they couldn't have, they couldn't have always been planning just to have Zelda there. I, I refuse to believe that. If you believe that, then that's, I, it'll be interesting to hear that. Yeah. But I think yeah. they had grander plans... And I think more recently, in the recent months, they decided to pull back and go with some... Like, they called an Audible. And yeah. they were
1: like, only, uh, yeah, we're, I, w- I w- only have Zelda. I wouldn't be surprised if booth bookings aren't, like, a stacked year thing. That, like, you're maybe not only buying this year, but, like, multiple years. And just like, oh, yeah, this is our spot. We're reserving this for the next five years. You're like, it might have been something like that.
3: Sure. Yeah. Well, I also think... Um, I think that it's, it's very likely that they didn't want to get muddied up with whatever ps4k and microsoft these rumors are you know so it's like let's not be in the middle of that and be seen as some kind of also ran half system you know like let's do I, the uh, nx on its own
0: wow blood that's a t- fantastic point that
3: yeah i like,
0: totally hear you there there's probably going to be bad buzz coming out of e3 about those two products if they if xbox has one yeah great point blood and then the nx by itself is going to be like all good news yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, no, don't even worry about it. There's a whole new Mario game <laughs> Okay. where you get to control with the right so, analog stick. You can control the camera.
2: The, right. That's going to be a let's big be, deal. Let's be honest. They want to do it on their own, not just because they don't want to get lumped in with anything else happening at E3. Mm-hmm. Because they probably feel there's some issues with how they re- revealed Wii U. They got two E3s with Wii U. They got and every, yeah. anyone every, They can say whatever they want, but I think everyone else outside of Nintendo unanimously agrees they did not do the job right to get that information out there. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they might want to just do it on their own terms. Like, let's have a dedicated event. Let's do it however we want to do it. No pressure like from like outside influences from E3 and stuff. And give it the best opportunity to be fully entertained. Because it sounds like it's going to be a complicated concept one way or the other from all the freaking rumors and stuff. Right. Like, we, don't, we really don't know what the truth of it. You know, controllers, is it portable and, t- yeah. and set-top. Like, what the heck? Like, they probably need some time to explain the concept. And after everyone was like, is Wii U just a peripheral? Or is it a new... Like, they don't want that again. Like, they, they can't have that again.
0: So, uh, Brandon, so Nintendo thinks it doesn't need to show up at E3. Uh, do, you think, do you think E3 is worth it? Before we move on, do you think E3 is worth it to everyone else? Is yeah. Nintendo the smart person... I, I don't... I don't see... I think Nintendo's not ready for E3.
1: I think that's where they're at. Sure. I, I don't think they're making a decision like, oh, these things are totally ready to show, but we'll just hold those. I don't think they're ready. I think I think something happened and Nintendo's finding themselves in a really precarious position right now. Do you think, um, like,
0: Sony and Microsoft have a lot to gain from E3?
1: Because of Nintendo's... No, no, no. Uh, ...absence? A, or no, like, as an
0: event. Does oh, it make yeah. sense for them to go up and battle each other for attention for yes. two days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why?
1: Um... I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Patreon, you know, it's like we could have done this on our own if we would have wanted to. There are cost benefits of like setting up our own payment system and doing our own thing. But like, it's really nice for Patreon to just like take care of a lot of the business issues that we don't have to worry about because they're already an established company they also are supporting Mega64. They're also supporting Kind of Funny. They're also supporting, you know, like all of these already established amazing things The people are familiar with the name Patreon. So us being involved with them is already getting us a level of prestige and exposure. Okay. So if you are a part of E3, if all of us show up into town, if everybody from Seattle and New York and Miami and Texas, and everybody flies in. Hey, everybody, what's going on? They're like, oh yeah, I I can't be there next weekend. But next month, if you guys can, no, we're done, I'm, you know. I go to four events the year. That's it. You know, it's all I have money for. It's all I have time for. It's all I have energy for. And E3 is one of them. E3 is a big. E3 is the LA event of the of the year. It's Nvidia. the big show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always a huge supporter. Even even if it actually becomes a financially horrible idea, I will still support E3 because cool. it's just it's just such a fun, such a fun party. It's it's exciting for me as a consumer of video games to get excited for it. And so it's gonna be tough for me to you know back out of that excitement.
0: Uh Damiani, you have a thought you've been having
2: yeah. too. Um, besides saying like that yeah, I love E3 and like I think and anyone being there is worth it. It's still I'm still confused about why only Zelda is there. I don't want to get I don't want to spend too much time on this really. We can maybe save this for like another
0: episode. We're not but, no no no. This will be the end of it. We're not having this conversation again. They have
2: other announced games. They have Pokemon. He- yeah. that could be arguably arguably bigger than Zelda as a seller, it is, and it's not going to be at E3, right? So why, why, why is it only Zelda? Like there, I think there's more than just the, well, un- I, the I unprepared probably- aspect. Like people saying like they weren't prepared for NX, that could mm-hmm. be partially true, but there's got to be something more to the Zelda thing than that that has such a big focus. There, there has. All they, right,
0: what is your theory? What are you thinking? So they
2: keep saying they kept they said that thing about there's this there's this new thing about the Zelda that you've never seen before. Yeah. They always say this. Who's wait, That's who said changing this? it? Anuima. Oh, okay. So there's okay. one thing about this new Zelda that's like yeah. different, is like revolutionary, or whatever. You need to see it. Like that's why we need to spend time on it. And I'm like, oh god, please don't be like, don't be multiplayer. Anything but multiplayer. Right. But like, what if it's such a big game that a 15 minute demo can't do it justice? Think about the types of games you've ever played. Like a No Man's Sky. Like, could you really play like a five, ten minute demo and really grasp No I've Man's Sky? It. Yeah,
0: they did it on Colbert. It was like five, ten minutes. Yeah. But you
2: already saw stuff about it. Yeah. Like the first time you ever saw it, like that trailer was pretty good. But if you would never have been exposed to it, didn't have any context and you had to play it, you think you really got you had like gameplay impressions, you get enough from five minutes of that type of game. Like a, like an abstract game to explain. Now think of a giant massive like game like a like Skyrim or Fallout 4, you get five minutes, you get a five minute demo with it. Yeah. Are you really walking away with something substantial and meaningful from that? Or even ten minutes. Like, I remember Revengeance. They give you, like, five minutes to fight a boss. And, like, oh, move along. I'm like, because the lines are so long. I'm like, I didn't really get... I thought it was terrible at the time. I was like, this game sucks. Like, I didn't even get time to learn the controls. You gotta
0: learn those parries. So,
2: do yeah, you think... I think that, I think think that that's the, the
3: lines being so long is actually a key part of it. Yeah. Because, yeah, they, they do want people to probably put in at least 15 minutes. Uh, and if they can put every freaking space in there to be a Zelda demo, then you know they won't have to worry so much about the crazy lines.
0: Uh, bringing up Fallout 4 is interesting because they had such a long on-stage demo at Bethesda. They yeah. gave that thing some time. Yeah. Like probably like you said Damiani, they're probably like we can't give this 10 minutes. We need to give it time. Let's do a press conference. And I think and that's a big reason think why. Think about did the last, last
2: console Zelda. What happened when they the last thing they showed about it on stage? The Wii remote didn't work.
0: That was the uh, year before.
2: Okay. They had the, 2 years of the, that. Well, they game. had like yeah. they had that go wrong yeah. and then like they've always had to break up the demo into multiple parts. Mm-hmm. And you would like spend pretty much like half the day there if you wanted to play all of it. Because like, you had to go back in line because they give you like it had a built in ten minute time limit. Yeah. and then it kicked you off, and like the lady would be there, or the guy would be there, be like, "You need to go back to the end of the line let the next person play." So, and that was like for a small slice of the game, and like those, you know, I, I we can argue about our differences on Skyward Sword, but they weren't trying to show you massive open environments in that in those demos. They were like dungeon. So uh, here's the flying mechanic. Here's a boss battle. Like they could do that for this one but I don't think it's going to showcase what they're arguing or going to argue it's special about. I think <laughs> it's the line thing and I think they want people to spend a little bit more time with it so they can walk away and have more informed decision, you know, and uh, opinions about it.
0: It's just so weird. That game's not coming out till at least yes! 2017. What the heck?
2: Yeah. Th- that scares me. That that that's like their only thing and it's like that far away. It's like uh, and it's for the Wii U version, and like it's gonna be on NX. Uh, this sorry, there's so much. <laughs> so I don't know what Nintendo's doing here. Like, this is no, the ultimate weird curveball. Like, scary. Is this really happening? Is this? Are they doing this? They're doing this, but it's Nintendo, and that, they can do it.
0: Damian, I'm glad you like you're here. You got to do. You got to talk about it. Clearly, you were storing that one up.
2: Well, it's all I've been hearing about. Like everyone yeah. keeps asking, like you know, like back home and stuff. People will be like, hey, well, what's going on with like the Zelda thing? Like uh, all these crazy theories people are telling me. I'm like. Holy crap! Like, and it was a, it was a bombshell when well, that day when they announced the news came out when they were like NX is happening in March, Zelda is coming to NX. it was like, holy shit! This E three is gonna be like megaton fest because they're dropping this now. I yeah. can't wait to see what they have E three. And they're like, oh, by the way, no NX at E three. Then it was just Zelda. I was like, this this has to be a troll. Like, <laughs> this is better than Final Fantasy 7 remake at PS at uh, PlayStation Experience. Or it was just the original version put on PS4 with, like, better stuff. Yeah. Like, this was a better troll than that. And I just couldn't believe it. I was like, this is... What? what? <laughs> that was all I could I do. Think,
1: yeah.
0: Go ahead, Jones.
1: You- I'm repeating myself. The only thing I can think for Dami is maybe they're just making that game of the uh, game of the show play strong. Do
0: you think it has a shot?
1: So that... Well, think about this. It's like... Think about when we all get together and we talk about Game of the Show and we're like recounting our memories and experiences and being like, yeah, oh, that was really fun. That one moment was really great. And imagine that you're talking about – you're continuing that Zelda conversation and every single time, you know, Zelda Wii U comes back into the conversation, somebody brings up, oh, yeah, but oh remember there was also that whole other thing they had in the booth with that? Oh, wow. Yeah, there was just a lot of Zelda at this E3 and it like – whether we liked all of it or didn't, you know, just just diversity and like actually having different, don't have one big mode that takes you all the way through. You go wait one line for for a huge two hour presentation, split that up into twenty minute presentations in different lines in different places, and there's like, oh, have you done the bow thing? It's, oh, you can do the bow. It's over there, and there's a whole fishing thing over there by that lake that they had set up. Yeah, you know, so you're just like you're just overwhelmed, and then you're the, and then you know the, the the backside of that is that. Uh, when the game comes out it's like, "Well, we've already seen so much of this already. I've already played so many different aspects of this game." But man, it was game it was game of the year. Or it was game of the show everywhere, you know, because no one could deny it. It was it, it brought way more than anybody else should ever bring to E3.
0: It's going to have to bring a lot, Jones. A lot.
1: And, it, and and the reason why I say this and I'm uh and I'm so focused on it is if they don't do that, I can't think of us anything they could do to justify that size of a booth for one game. Yeah. Other than we just the show's finally over, and then like two days later, all these embargoes lift, and we're like, they actually had a lot more. Okay, we uh, we didn't, you know, like they actually did bring a ton more. They just said they weren't, and we all saw, saw it behind the scenes. And we got NDAs, you know, through the nose, and oh, now we no, can
0: talk I'm about so it. Oh no, so scared that's gonna happen. No. You
3: know, uh, yeah. I don't know that there'll be an embargo thing, but I do think that there could be more games that are like behind the closed doors, like not actually on the floor. I but like those. you go up to the top top room, and it's like here's yeah. our 3ds lineup and that kind of thing. Uh, but it's it's looking less than likely mm-hmm. from what they're talking.
2: Dude, I'm just scared. If they have to show up, like you're saying, they need to bring it, show off all the stuff of Zelda. Yeah, I just they might show off too much. They're going to. But uh, yeah, the only thing I just want to close on with this is that by doing so much with the Zelda, if it ends up being a launch title for NX, they're doing a lot of legwork right now to help that will ultimately pay out to promote. NX because it's such a strong title that would potentially be a launch game I get that. and if they have another killer app on top as all think of like the Wii situation all this build up this hype they're making for this one game like oh by the way this is going to be a launch title on NX mm-hmm. you've seen all this stuff you really want it then they drop the bombshell where you're gonna play it first on NX. The Wii U version will be a few weeks later. You know that staggered release crap they did with with Twilight Princess.
0: I get that though. But it's, it's a way to sell the NX without selling the NX. Sort of. Yeah. But
2: that's still not enough to me. Like that's that's a, that's an okay thing to work towards, but not mm-hmm. enough. But anyway. Uh,
0: Damiani, just play along. Okay. You're gonna know what to do when the time comes.
3: Love, Love and respect. respect. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't think he knew what to do. That's I, what you, no, that's what clicked. he was supposed to do. Right? To me, yeah. it's obvious.
0: It's completely obvious. The Furby takes you there and you know exactly the words to state at the end.
2: It clicked, but I just didn't say anything.
0: Okay, next time. We'll get you next time. I was Domini. like
2: that, that l- small little bit of uncertainty. When you say something's obvious yeah. and then you think you should say it, but then you're like, what if I say the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look so stupid if I say the wrong thing. Yeah. So I, didn't, I, I didn't want to be that. Okay. So I apologize.
1: Just imagine that Furby. The rain is falling. He's on a street corner. You know, somewhere in a dark alley. With the to- yeah. He's got his uh, set. He's it playing is- it by himself. And then just this one, this this guy is going by. And just at that moment, love and respect you know, to him. And it keeps going I an- love that. that <laughs> yeah, place. we need that. Right? slice of life. That Furby's world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, we've never explained to listeners that it is a McDonald's Furby. Oh that's where it's from. Yeah 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 okay. that's like a McDonald's toy right there. And he's with, wearing with no a jazz fur hat whatsoever. He's got uh shades and he's got a little saxophone between his two large feet. So Jones, I'm sorry this one just popped up a bunch this Sweet. week. So uh, we just got to answer this one pretty quickly. All right. Uh Danny Salmon says, uh GT being bought by IGN. Mm. What are your personal feelings about this? Is mm. it really weird to think about I was a fan because you guys are not necessarily the trailers. uh not because of the trailers, I'll add that. Uh, what do you think of the future of GT uh, and will there be any connection with Easy Allies at all? Sorry for asking so many questions, but it's super unexpected, that's for sure. Love and respect as always.
1: Super unexpected. Found out about this a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. this, this is really kind of fresh in my head. Love it. Lo- I think the, the team at IGN is really great. Completely unrelated to this, I went out and visited them a couple months back, you know, before EZA was announced. Um, and, uh, they all kind of smiled and shook my hand and I bet they were like, this is awkward, you know, like, cause like I didn't know it's time. Um, but, uh, the team has been really gracious, really forthcoming with all of the information that they had. Um, I think it's kind of confusing for people because they want more information and they're just like, they don't necessarily themselves have the idea of like, if we were going to do a new show on the YouTube channel, we don't know. I mean, we'll think about that later, you know. doesn't seem like they're hiding anything, it seems like. We just, we knew we wanted the archive because we all love your stuff and we're big fans and we wanted that. And we knew that, you know, if, if no one was going to take this URL, you know, if no one's going to take, if no one's going to buy that .com address and buy that YouTube channel, that uh, we were in a position to do so. So, like, I can't, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, I'm, I'm and I... I It doesn't feel like they would want to continue the shows that we do or like take a name from an old show that we're doing and do that because, you know, Lord knows IGN already has enough shows and like all of them are really based around the people that they have, you know, they're they're like they only continue doing, um, you know, uh, some of the old shows, even if. Their main like 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 a Greg Miller you know like left and they're like oh no we we still want to do it up at noon or we still want to do continue doing that stuff because we
0: have the people to do it it's not just the name that will carry that so yeah they've been putting up the old retrospectives up on YouTube yep if you yeah. want to go watch the Final Fantasy retrospective you can do it on YouTube.com/slash game trailers
1: yep. and, and you know uh, you know you, you kind of said it in the you know um, in the 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 message that you sent us that uh, and this is one reason why we haven't really focused on trailers so much was that that's where game trailers started where it ended. Uh, for us, you know, when, when Defy shut it down, uh, it, we were still trailer-centric, but it wasn't necessarily, like, the th- the bread and butter, the thing that kept us going day after day. You know, we, we kind of, like, you know, h- had that around, you know, what games we were focused on, our live streaming, news, events, and all of our personalities. And uh, trailers are a part of that, but even if we do hit our $45,000 stretch goal, which we just announced today, which is uh, Trailer Jones, to do a, a trailer show again, that'll still just be one of our many shows so I am excited to have a company as big as IGN coming in and being like, let's try this game trailers thing. Let's try to run a site called Game Trailers. We never had trailers on our YouTube channel that we couldn't, yeah. you know, that's right. a- uh, you can't do that.
3: No, actually, we, we did. Exclusives we, every now and then? Or I don't know about exclusives for sure, but we definitely like some of the highest rated things that we had month to month were actually like old Assassin's Creed trailers and eh. stuff like that.
1: It's, it's, a tough, uh, it's a tough legal thing to pull off on YouTube because it's obviously if you're a publisher, you don't want... People going elsewhere for your YouTube link. You yeah, it, it's ended.
3: a little weird. It's not exactly legal, but it's 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 weird. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it would be will be good to have that central place. And I think uh, it is a thing that requires like that larger team. You know, like we used to have, and like IGN has now to have people that are constantly keeping an eye on that stuff. You know, it used to be a thing that I would, you know, I would first thing in the morning every day at GT, I would spend the first two or three hours looking through a set of uh, bookmarks I had on Japanese websites and just any oh, video God. they had on GameTrailers.com. That's funny. You know, and, yeah. and, and to really pull that off, like you you need to have enough people to where that's not eating into anyone's, you know, core part of their day.
0: Uh, the only part we haven't answered is what does this mean for Easy Allies? Um this means I think the only thing this means right now is
1: uh, a a more open relationship uh, with IGN than uh, we would have had if had they not done this. Oh hey no, what does that mean? Um, it just means I'm I, I'm I met a couple of people at IGN that I never knew. You know yeah. that that are going to be in charge. They were in charge of this announcement. I don't know how involved. Um, that I was communicating with they sent me the script we went over the script that I read you know and um, and so it's nice, like hey guys and they're like hey big fans you know and like I believe that like there's a way right. there's a way to can that there's a way to write something and be like I get those emails all the time like hey easy allies big fan and like okay you know versus like no I liked it I started watching here I like the show you know I liked it when you did that you know well
3: uh, even some of the stuff you know like I was surprised it's some of my stuff that like was there like with this announcement that they've uploaded to the YouTube channel and like I had never like put that stuff on YouTube because I wasn't sure about content ID and stuff like that, and and because you know they, you know they have the structure to where they don't have to worry about it as much as a smaller channel does. They just put that they put that up, and like that was kind of obscure stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, backtrack. They've highlighted backtrack. Yeah, they've buried Final Bossman.
3: <laughs> it's buried. <laughs> it's
0: but fine, it, oh but it's fine. I mean, uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> they they they
3: posted
1: the Easy Allies patron information in the video. They put yeah. a link in the video to click on. It is in the description. Like uh, I was chatting with them back and forth in the comments, just to make sure everybody was cool about the situation, and like they were really playful and and happy. You know, in the, their replies to me, and so uh, it, it means we got friends there. You know, it means they're we we have support from them and in, in what we're doing. Uh, so much so that they've gone above and beyond to promote us in, in, uh, during all of this, you know, and so um, that's good. To, so that's great. So that, that's, that's great for cool. that's great for Easy Allies. We have another ally in them. Uh, but there's there's nothing in the works for us to work with them. Jones, that was supposed to be a quick
0: answer. You Sorry. really you really blew that one out. I, I feel like I'm in a cup of Jones right now. Um, <laughs> let me give us a quick question. Let me give us another one in here. This one might be fun. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, everybody who wrote deep, thoughtful questions. We have some really nice ones, Uh, but we got to go with a fun one. So here we go. This comes from Brandon Patton. We actually got a lot of questions about this. So Tetris is officially getting the big screen feature film release. We have always wanted. Give us your film. That was sarcasm, by the way. Give us your film pitches for the plot to your dream version of the obviously sci-fi thriller Tetris the Movie. Uh, and then a little quote from the Blue Planet CEO, Maya Rogers. Uh, just like playing Wait, the game. Maya Rogers? Maya Rogers. Okay. I mean, I'm just reading the the, the suggestion.
3: Hank Rogers was the guy who was originally worked with Nintendo, right? Hank to, Rogers. To get the Tetris rights?
2: Um, holy crap.
0: That I will allow you to look up. If you want to look that yeah, up, that's 100% we need to look cool. that up.
2: Um, I'm trying to remember that story.
0: Here's a quote. Uh, just by just like playing the game, all the pieces are falling into place with bringing an epic sci-fi thriller based on Tetris to the big screen. So, Jones, what's your idea? I got three. You have three oh, wow. ideas for got, this movie? Well, I Holy got a dream crap. one. I got a dream one. And then there's others that It's like,
1: well, you could do that. I mean, there's the one that I would love that I think would, would be... Way, way deeper and more oh meta than, than, okay. than a Tetris movie ever deserves all to be. All right, Jones, let's hear your well, ideas. The, there's the pixels. The Tetris come and try to kill us. There's, oh, no, look at the sky. Here come Tetris pieces. And one's is, voiced is by Jack dream? Black. And one's voiced by... You know, like, Guys. that's that's what I'm expecting. Okay. Is, is, is like, you know, they're all dumb. There's something where, like, we get sucked into the world of Tetris. And then, you know... There's no world of Tetris, Adam Sandler's man. in that, too. It's not No, Trump. of course not. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But, like, that's the dumb movie. Like, okay. Um, so that that's that's the dumb one. Uh, what I think would be cute but it was not my favorite idea is if you were to actually uh, – if you were to actually like try to represent the like what it's like in – like where are we right now? Where, what is this thing that's happening? Yeah. You know, and – uh, are there is it kinda like uh Toy Story where it's like, oh there's so many buzz light years, but it's 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 conceivable that each one would have an individual personality, so that you maybe follow each one of these separate pieces as like they fall out of the board or like something goes wrong in the game and they it's kinda like Tron where they have to like all the pieces gotta band together to like try to get back into the game or something. Um but mine is are they Tetromino's? Tet- oh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. I wanna know before you said it's not my favorite idea. Jones, right. to me that implied you put some thought into like how to make this tetra so work because it's so
1: absurd, and I love that. I, yeah. I love whenever somebody online has a, has a a concept for a movie, and they're like, yeah. "You can't make a movie out of that." I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, yeah, bring it. Like, okay,
0: here we go. So here's the good one.
1: Um, the everything is made of tetraminos, and science discovers this. They they find some like in they fold a molecule in half or something, and that's literally there's Tetris in there, and they're like, oh my god, and like and Tetris exists in our world, so they, they they see the these pieces falling and they know what that means. They're like, I'm looking at Tetris right now, and they like get back to the, the you know what's his name, I can't remember the guy who created Tetris, and like he's like, I knew this the whole time, you know, this is this is the, the game I made this is based off of my father's research that he did on you know deconstructing the molecule, but there's like a problem with that in that. The, the 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 creation of the the Tetris. So they're tetramos, but the Tetris is actually de- that's de- when de- you mobile. get for like that's yeah, a yeah, Tetris. Yeah. That's a Tetris. That is what keeps like matter happening. You know, it's like everything everything is is can uh, can st- stabilize because that happens so many times. If that stopped happening, mass would create too fast. We would have too much matter in the universe. The universe would be destroyed. So that there's some kind of imbalance. That one of these things that's created, all of the pieces within one of those instances of Tetris, like, kind of fumble out. And you basically get either a scientist or a little kid or some protagonist who has to, like, have these Tetris pieces, these small Tetris pieces, that, like, he can only see that are in some test tube or something. And he's got to, like, get them somewhere or go into another dimension or something. Who's the villain? Uh, Who's the villain? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know.
1: I mean, initially I was thinking it was—it's just, just science. It's just—it's just nature fighting back, basically. Man it's versus nature. Man versus nature. The tetraminos are nature. Okay,
0: then who is the child? Who's carrying this film?
1: Um, all the kid actors that I like all grew up. Um, again, I, I hit girl. I guess maybe I can't think remember her name. Okay, but she's too old now. Yeah, she's in like yeah, right she right Neighbors Two. Right?
0: Isn't she the one who's in yeah, Neighbors Two right now? Yeah. she's yeah. yeah, too, too darn old. Okay. I don't know. I don't so know their names. You're yeah. getting like a young nobody though. Yeah, like that kid in um, ET. Right? Barrymore. Uh, <laughs> wow! So Bloodworth, nobody.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, blood, what is your vision of a Tetris? Was it Hank Williams, by the way?
3: Hank, Hank Rogers, yeah, yeah. Hank, Hank Rogers was the man. guy who helped secure the the rights to Tetris, and, and Maya then Rogers later became, um, you know, th- their their company basically handles all of the licensing of Tetris to. Yeah, he's Ubisoft the CEO or, of Tetris right Tetris now. Company. Well, no, he handed the reins over to his daughter Maya Rogers. Oh. Aww. So I think he's still involved in the company in a, in a smaller way, but yeah. So what that's a, his daughter. Can
0: you imagine inheriting the Tetris fortune? Right. What's your vision for the movie?
1: You could also do a documentary. As number four. You can't. Right. You
0: can't. No, it's got to have a narrative. They're oh, not okay. making a documentary here. Well, I'm
1: just saying. The, the, the surprise, surprise. It could end up just being the story of Tetris. You know. Like,
0: no, or, it won't be, Jones. All right. We're making a sci-fi thriller. Cool. Still- it's a
3: sci-fi thriller for you've, sure.
0: You've succeeded in that, Jones. Thriller. I like the idea. that All matter is made of Tetraminos. Cool.
3: I just, it's so hard for me to even think of, like, I almost feel like something akin to Transformers or something, or just, like, blocks are falling from the sky, destroying cities. And But some of them are friendly? Some of them are fr- I don't even understand how any of this makes sense. I don't know. I don't know how to make Tetris into a movie. That's why this whole announcement seems so absurd.
0: Damiani Impressos, what is your vision?
2: <laughs> okay, so we'll go with the, it is going to be a child lead actor. Um, it is a kid who is, like, struggling socially, like, doesn't have a lot of friends at school and stuff, mm-hmm. and he kind of finds himself lost, you know, in this, in, like, you know, in video games, and one day he comes across, like, this old copy, uh, this old device, which is a Game Boy, and it's got the game Tetris on it, and it's, like, his, fo- like, his grandfathers or something, so we're in the future now, and he starts playing it, and he finds, like, a connection on, to, wait, 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 wait,
0: grandfathers who own Tetris. How far in the future are we?
2: Like, Great grandfathers, let's do that. Uh, fine, <laughs> my gr- I, I, old enough I, that the kid doesn't know what the heck it is. Like he oh. doesn't know what a Game Boy is. So he a lot know, of kids okay. right now. Don't know he what does, a game boy just looks is. at it. He like that. kind of fidgets with it. Like even like double I, a I want this. Or, I want these sure. like quiet Zaw. moments with like no dialogue where the kid's just like exploring. You know, like art you know, film. I like this like comedy. touching okay. it. Oh, that's okay. how it like starts. Sure. This is I'm going for a Miyazaki style right now. Here's where we're going. Okay. So the kid is gonna get whisked away to the world of Tetris. Like he gets like brought into the game. Yes. So, like, the in, later on, like, the grandpa will explain, like, you know, that's why he didn't want him to play it and stuff, because, like, it's a special thing. And you find out, like, he won it at some tournament, like, you know, in the 80s or something. That could be, like, the cool aside story. But anyway, yeah. he gets whisked away to the world of Tetris. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of influenced by, like, there was a Captain N episode about the world of Tetris, where, like, everything was made by the Tetris pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, the inhabitants were the different blocks. They had their own personalities and stuff. And it's basically, like, a spirited way type movie, where the kid is just, like discovering the world but like he the 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 click the ticking clock is he's got to find a way to get back like he he finds that he likes the world but it's i'm ripping off little monsters here the longer you stay there you're gonna become one of them nice reference. you can't say so he would like visit it every so often but then he starts staying there longer and longer mm-hmm. and like he has his like group of friends there like he meets like the what king, are his friends the king like oh like
0: l and j pieces <laughs> I don't get it, man. How does he make friends with these things? Because
2: they're, they're gonna be a little more humanoid or okay. humanized than just what you're thinking. I think of just uh-huh. like block pieces. Like they're gonna they're gonna be massaged a bit. We're gonna cheat just a little bit. Like the buildings and stuff, and like the streets are gonna be made of like the traditional looking blocks, but the inhabitants are a little bit more like lifelike. But You know, I need a good like art director or someone like you know to kind of take that to reality anyway. Yes, he's got to get out of there, but like he's like torn because he's found such a strong connection from there. He's found friends, yeah, he's found friends there. Have
0: friends before,
2: he didn't have friends before. But what he's gonna discover when he comes back and his grandfather gives him the story is that, like, hey, like you know, I did this when I was little, like, you have a connection with his grandfather, like, he didn't have a connection with anyone. Like, when he
0: goes in the world, they're like, you look kind of familiar. What? That doesn't mean anything to us at the moment. Yeah. But it means, like, that was oh. a hint that the grandfather was there yes. before. Yes. Okay, yeah. You're, yeah.
2: Eating, you're getting to my spoiler, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, they all knew his grandfather <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like, he was the one he used to go back there and stuff and visit as a kid. Uh huh. So he's rediscovering, like, what his grandfather was like. So he finds a bit of himself and stuff, and he gets more confidence. So it's not going to, like, automatically make him, like, oh, I'm going to have friends in the real world or mm-hmm. gaming's cool now or something like that. It's more about self discovery. So he's going to, like, figure out, like,. I like understand my past, like, and it gives him like get, helps him get over some of like his own personal demons or issues and stuff. So that's that's like you know the cheap or the cheat uh, Miyazaki Studio Ghibli version. I hear that. Um, and then I'm not going to go into detail, but it'd be cool to see someone a Quentin Tarantino version where each block has its own story out of order, and then they come together at the end to form the Tetris, and wow. that's like you get the big picture. Okay, directed like by that. Quentin Tarantino.
0: Uh, I'll tell you, you're all wrong. Oh, God. Here's how to make this movie. Oh, you're not going to see one Tetromino. You're not going to see any Tetris being played. This is an adaptation of Tetris. Okay? So the movie starts off soft. It starts off quiet. The you, We lay everything out. And then it doesn't stop escalating. It gets crazier and crazier as it goes. Mistakes happen. Heroes fall, they break their legs, and it just keeps going and keeps going. At the end, everyone dies. There is no other way to end Tetris, the movie, than everybody dying at the end. So, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Game of Thrones, but like with no cool moments. You know, no like soft, like in betweens, no quiet discussions. We'll have those at the beginning, but once all that that pipe has been laid, we just rush through it. Bad things happen, good things can happen. Yeah, you can lower it, but it's non stop escalation. Until just everything dies. I'd love to see it's like so an bad. Academy
1: Award winner like Michael Giacchino or something like just just take on the Tetris themes. Yeah, you could know? do it, man. You just could get really... in there and just open them up. Tetris you
0: know? has a lot to say. <laughs> it does. It totally does. And the idea of like making it a kids friendly, just like come in here and explore our world and then leave whenever you want to that offends me as a tetris fan.
3: <laughs>
0: I would be miffed. That's it's a, it's a trilogy by Oh, the you're going to be miffed no matter what. Kyle. You're right. Yeah, I'm not going right. no to like that. We, I, we, yeah, we
1: can't guarantee any of our names, any of our ideas will come to fruition, but what I can guarantee is you will not like that film.
0: <laughs> I think I might like it. K Martin Scorsese. I believe. I believe in it. Uh whatever. Get a gun young director who like really wants to say something. I think it could work. Mm. Uh let's do bets. Time for bets, Damiani. Do you at least remember betting?
3: Wait. Okay. Oh, we didn't do. We haven't done any bets. We didn't
0: write any down. We didn't. All right. Pass around a a thing, Jones. I can. uh, I can talk about last week's bet in the meantime. So last week we bet on Doom and Homefront: The Revolution. We bet on which would appear higher on Steam's uh, bestsellers list, and by how many. Uh, That's basically what the bet was. I mean, does anyone here want to like even make a guess before I say what everyone did? I can't because I know. Okay, yeah, Jones knows already. Damiani, which sold better today? Which is higher on the charts? Doom or Homefront: The Revolution? That's not it. Why, why bother asking? You know the answer to that. <laughs> so here's how it broke down. Huber bet there'd be it would be Doom by three.
3: By uh, three. By three <laughs> spots.
0: Ben bet it would be oh, Doom. Spots. Doom, okay. Doom by nine spots. Ian bet Doom by four spots. I bet Doom by three spots. Actual number Doom is number one. It beat Homefront: The Revolution by thirteen spots. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, Jones. That's a point for Ben. It's a point for the Green Lizards.
2: <laughs> there's names now.
0: Yeah. So there's. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so the two people in the middle, Damiani, have a team name. It's the Green Lizards. Okay. And when the word Green Lizards is spoken, you must go. Th- 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 yeah, you got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll get to the point okay. totals after that. Uh, let's talk about the bet that we're working on right now. Um, Overwatch will be released next week. It's coming. Mm-hmm. May 24th. Mm-hmm. On PlayStation 4, what will the trophy percentage be for the trophy called level 25 reach level 25? Little background on this before we write everything down. I talked to Brad Ellis about this. I said, well, how long does it take to get it to level 50? And he says, for average players, it would take four weeks to get to level 50. So I said, okay, I'm not going to bet on level 50. I didn't ask him about level 25, but that's where we're betting on. Percentage of people on PS4 who, on the first day, the end of the first day of the game being released, will be level 25. Remember, there are uh, fractions of decimals. Goes to tenths. Mm. Jones writing down his bet. I'll write down mine real quick. damiani here's a pen
2: in the first day
0: well like right now and we're gonna look at it like right now next week where will that trophy percentage be for level 25
3: 25
0: keeping in mind that bradley ellis overwatch number one fan says it would take about four weeks for an average player to get to level 50 And I just want to say to everyone at home, thank you for putting up with this. Um, fold it with mm-hmm. this folding, yeah. Absolutely, fold up your bet, even though we're about to reveal Did it two po- seconds from now. Oh, okay. Um. Just got to keep everybody honest.
2: Uh, is this supposed to be big enough for people to see on? The Not camera? really. Oh. Like we Nobody make it pretty big. It. Nobody trying, can read but...
0: it. We just—I do it for the formality. I like it. I like putting on a show. All right, Jones. So you want to reveal?
1: It can be ten. So .02 is one, right?
0: No, no, I'm sorry, Jones. Uh, no, that, I guess only hundredths. That's a hundredth.
2: Y- y- only tenths, then, is what you go do. I said tenths. that's a hundred. So
0: so well, point you, said, you said
2: only hundredths one then. I yeah. said only tenths. You said only so, hundredths.
0: We'll Did I to point one. Yeah, yeah. We'll round up. It's going to be point one. All right. We'll check the tape. If anybody else point wants one. to change theirs, you totally can. Okay. All right, Blood. What's yours?
3: Uh, I'm saying one point two percent.
0: Okay, Damiani
2: probably a little high i said five percent okay probably gonna get they probably right
0: i said point four percent let me lock those in so jones we got the low bets (sighs) okay so uh as we just stated ben won we all underestimated doom last week that's i guess the story story of last week's podcast uh so yeah ben won by saying nine spots uh the green lizards now have three points the Red Eagles ka-ka-ka! now have five, so it's three to five. Mm. We're still head Jones, but I feel it. I feel that change of momentum. Don't like it. I took a
1: week off. I'm ba- I'm, I'm.
0: You're back in. Yeah, you're ready to bet. Yeah, you have the this. winning bet right there. So Bloodworth, uh, because you are in the seat that Ben was uh, occupying last week, you win. The right and responsibility to tell everyone what your Twitter handle is. You get the final word on anything that was spoken during this podcast. If the host of the podcast was being snarky to you, you can take revenge at this moment. Uh you can um promote any video you want on easyallies.com, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign off.
3: Uh cool. So my uh my Twitter handle is at D Blood War 2. Um Man, final word on anything. Uh I guess I mean I, I guess I'll just say like I don't I don't think that uh, Nintendo is doing this because they're in trouble. I think that they they have a calculated reason for whatever this nonsense is. It's not just a reaction. Is like oh crap you know. So uh, I I think that there is a a, a plan to back this up. Um, and then uh, for man for a video uh, I guess I'll just go with my, my full playthrough of uh, Link's Awakening, uh, which we'll be wrapping up this week. Uh, I had a weird YouTube bug on (laughs) episode four that I hopefully will get fixed before people see this. Uh, But uh, yeah, that's been again, that's been fun to to go back through that game and uh, and see a lot of little things uh, that I I forgot. And uh, I love
0: the speeches the bosses give you. Oh yeah, that's just my favorite part. (laughs) I love that game.
3: Yeah, and it's just like a lot of like really different bosses. You know, like the I think the last one I just did was is one of my. Like, favorites that I remembered from that game was you know, just eagle flying back and forth, and it's like side scrolling yes, boss dude. fight. Yes, know? so and you can get
0: knocked down and like go back into the temple. Yeah, Damiani, that game is better than A Link to the Past. <laughs> it is.
3: Uh, I, I don't know if I could choose between two, I'd probably still choose A Link to the Past. Oh, yeah,
0: but I thought you'd be on oh, my word. side on this. Final word, one. <laughs> no, 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 final word was, final was word. the other thing oh, okay. when we're promoting a show, we can all speak. Oh,
3: great. Hop in if
0: you want to, Jones. Well,
1: if you watch the earlier episodes, I'm on them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll probably be oh, sure. back here this week. Here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see you before the next blood moon rises.
1: Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Ebb Software, Michael Favacci, Michael Kozachenko, YoYoTricks.com, Simon Anderson, Nick, Jesse Fish, Mango, Lucas Smith, Benjamin Goldberg, Aldira, Rick Argomenez, Bradley Spees, Jared Rife, Caleb Baranda, Richard Smuts, Alec Cook. Blue Suitor, Christopher Espinosa Nava, Boris Sherl, Peter Ward, Matthew Pauling, Datamouth, Marcel Markov, Serial Gamer, Christine E. Baldwin, Sihan Nohutku, Frederick Benander, Guillermo Sanchez, Jason Joint, John Philippe Legacy, Charles Wang, Osama Alarbi, Amit Khan, Kuvshinov Ilya, Gary Fair, Talenthus, David Witt, Chris and Rebecca McKeague, Michael Bisegli, Wesley Welcomer, Zachary Wingate, Peter Davis, Brad Lohman, The Banana Forklift Killer, Patrick Chong, Brian Woods, Dennis Lennon, Colt Doss, Jay Shi, Ken Layer, Yasser Husseini, Robert Stoffel, Clayton Ingram, David Peterson, Stephen Blomkamp, Walker Hope, Anthony Cabrera, Joshua Lair, Gary James, Ahmed Sami, Todd Yurkovic, Paul Young, Tanner Holmes, Neil Genero, Andrew Kidd, Tor Rossebo Taylor Bingham Beaten Down Brian Glenn Boland Robert I Mark J. Betters II Gino A. Leet, Brent Phillips Genma123 Suiko Shiny Force II Umar Chaudhry Phoenix Doss Jason A. Sackle Johannes Bretz Ian Bradburn Ingo Tuletz Rory McGuire Derek Bartnett Yong Lee Riot Coder 44 Stars Olafur Weg. Stephanie Huhl, Matthias Hesselvig Jensen, Paul Judge, Nefertiti Jenkins, Derek Kuhn, Christopher Wells, David Wen, Joaquim Morovuo, Randy Puckett, Andrew Aiken, Tim O'Keefe, Attack on Waifu, Kristen Rogers, Matthew Shornig, Yo Butts, Hasney, John Tyson, Athena, Isabella Crane, Stephen Armenta, G. Levin, John Michael, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Ian Santa Anna, Charles Anthony Iapuccino, Impact 93 Greg Kettering Gustav Gurzilla Strombaum, Conglator. That One Video Gamer Kaylee Murdoch Corey Jackson Robert Crouch, Tralium, Sven Von Brand Juan Iobo Hans Plays Oscar Stahl Fabian Schuster Samuel Justice Stefan K I Sun Chor Taryn Ireland Xylo Wolfbane Mike Garcia Caffeine Rage Miles Walden Brian Pont Hanny Ribeiro Galen Moxley-Hagert Natalie Mickleborg Erland Hedervik, Gerald Robinson Adam Barker Wenbo Shan Eric Heck Momo Rashid Rehan Ansari Charlie Daniel Eriko Monica X Avaria Chase Caldwell Brian Truong Justice Brennan Yoon Kim Eric Maynard Zach Latham Bobby Trizzle Paul Derwonko Dagath, Thomas Einsporn Biff Allen Otoshigami Trizac Jerome Ortman, Cyberboa, Jeremy Snowden, Johnny Lawrence, Anastasia Zucala, Shannon Gates, Andrew Amos, Outcast Writer, Todd Paxton, David Flynn, Mac Jam, David Tran, Jesse, Jason Huberts, Matt McCarthy, Tense George, Sergio Ruben Hernandez-Galagos, Marius Smit, James Blair, Christopher Ratliff, Mauricio Fuentes, Steven Walther, Matt Gunther, Cylinder of Leaves, Andrew Stoak, wow, that was epic. Ali Almutawa Joshua Vanswall Sean Smith Cherry Paracchio Hyatt SK Gilly Hilario Crash and Burn Poogie Woogie William Nicholas Sean Aaron Stewart Ali Khan-Sunger Barry Tomasini Pixel Critics Alonzo Jasberry Tristan Howard Thorir Danielson Alan Nguyen Bjornar Haraldsvik Tuttle Eduardo Ortiz Nuno Amaral Galen Hallenbeck Ferris Denning Justin Cunningham Forrest Polk Calvin Crack Nestor Reyes Christian Shireman Bonnie and Jason Connor, Steven Wagstaff AZ Ahab Junior Motomura Christopher Foss Peter Nguyen Joel Peterson Jacob Whittington Hugo Calm Azazel Valkyrie Eric Jackson Evan Bronham Davis Ryan E. Garcia Code Red Hansel S. Thompson Marco Zanone Zoe N. Kate Adam Adler Daniel Ray Ya Boy Benny B Edison S. Prada Jr., Raymond Chow, Garrett Fox, Grassman Matt, Simon Gauthier, Riche Naidu, Julio Ruiz, Evan Anderson, Darius Chambers, Justin Wenderoth, Evan Eng, Captain Fancy Pants, Stephen Purifoy, Catherine Lai, Nick Mazzola, Kevin Campisano, Alfredo Gonzalez, Patrick Bradburn, Ivan Ponce, Steve S., Andy H., Bryce Ray Parker, David Ferber, Ryan Anderson, Maximilian Liebig, Adam Scherenbrock, Toby Welt, Struggler, Sebastian Trier, Luis Ibarra, Colin Hoyleman, James Helmus, Eddie Reisner, Alan Sia, Alexander Ackelman, Alan Rusin, Mike Hook 1, Paul David Santana, Jeff Robertson, Zach Bardsley, Calgareth, Christopher Dixon, Twisted Heart, Don Turner, Thrashinuva, Jake Landry, V. Kira Ray, Alex Brandt, Fabian Kindle, Remy Loisel, Zoostick, Quickscares.com. Carl Williams, Kevin DeBolt, Jonas, Marco Hernandez, Jonathan, Ben Sheen, Michael Tenick, Owen DJ, David Kennedy, Stephen Cohen, Thimo Preuss, Michael Agent, Kurzestov Rogowski, Jimmy Milson, Zinterax, Christopher Donnelly, Fozzie, Marcel Froelich, Jan Veit, Ryan Tangeman, Your Divinity Van Leeuwen, Rafal Gavinsky, Madrin, Samuel E. Evan Anderson, Monica, Wayne Branigan, Stephen Pollack, Andrew Wanser, Paul Bishop, G. Sith, Tony Knox, Luke Arnold, Daniel Wong, Justin Masick, Matt Ferguson, Daniel Bushnell, Thanos Varthakuris, Marius Matheson, Ed Marino, Eric Gustafson, Usman Khan, Alex Monaco, Rayner, Taylor Hoyt, Mans Anderson, Brian Cause, Sun Pham, Sean McKing, Greg Murtaugh, Oscar Anderson, Jason Hill, Sean Mackey, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hogginson Peterson, Sean McGowan Slacker Becker Paolo Costabel Fee Original Snitch Elliot Moscow Thomas Wiggington Jr. Kyle Painter Ed Costigan Lance Mink Devin Gibbs Andrew Buckter Daniel McCone Henry Clark Ciara Wheeler Carlos Gonzalez Michelle Nub Christopher A. Butler John Mayer Mizek Gustav Summers Michael Piaz Paul Roost Manuel Thomas Dan Sebring Reed Johnson The Hashtagonist Matthew Colomb, Caleb Crawford, Fumbles, Thomas Abrams, Christine, Trey Whetstone, Jean-Francois Bellinger Dumas, Thomas Rogers, Gonzalo Sands, Dinesh Patel, Michael Kozik, Joe Burns, Peter Shoemaker, David Casal, Grand Richardson, KBM13, Reed Marlett, John Prey, Adam Henry, Laurent Cons, Michael Musselman, Justin Moore, Arkham Fantasy, Kevin Altman, Fat Shadow, Phoenix Rouge, Ricardo Moreno, Chad Bell, Taggard McStone, Nick Kirkorado, Niels Frederick Elbold, Eric Santoy, Auntie Jokela, Chris Sleep, David Eby, Sebastian Urban, Randy Fershurden, Jonathan Trier, C-Note 51, Helping Leon, Robert Ori Einerson, Jesper Lawson, Philip Klarskov Jensen, William DeVue, Simon Chamberlain, Fim Strothman, Trolls Rasmussen, Adam Mulaney, Michael Schreiber Neil Brophy Freaker Manuel Gebbert Ulf himself Morgan Wirth Joel Short David Hannon Casper Freidensburg-Nielsen Socrates Gali Gutierrez Lars Berger Refill Adam Damond Ian Barker Oliver Castide PJ Motomi Garona Brendan Townsley Roman Gamepire Eric Steffens Sam Sorensen Tarek Leham Joey Donaldson Mecca Messiah Matthias Larson Jake Musser Eddie Velasquez, Travis Ng Faraz Rizvi, Sean Dale Oliver Brandt, Alexander Schiller, Brendan Leahy, Carlos Lopez, Self Confessed Cynic, The Magnanimous Drakir, David Boyarsky Bill Tone Mayum, Elizabeth, Andreas Kother, Sandra Bernard, Colby Keith, Sarah, Durgesh Patel, Broderick Gordes, Trey Blissett, Andrew Allen, Connor Rossine, Andrew Gregoire, Aaron Lopez, Skender Yashari, Michael Eaton, Alec Church, Anthony Gomez, Ross Moon, Robert Marquardt, Ben Dernock, Extravaganza, James Kennedy, Aaron Murphy, Peyton Wiederspan, Kalter Fertig, Scott Reed, Ibrahim Sozer, Jack Cooksley, Richard Eiley, Link666Goron, Marty Savage, Kyle Bradford, William Kirk, Garrett Evett, Christopher Santis, Dennis Franklin.